Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. It's time to start the daily routine. Hard work, work. Hard work being here, but it's an honor. Hard work, work. We're here as a result of hard work. Hard work, work. Hard work. You're a desk jockey. Hard work, work. I'd love to stay. But I've got work to do. Hard work, work. It's a dirty, rotten job. But somebody's got to do it. Can we start this show now? We already did, bud. Showtime. Everything's running smoothly. That's Kitty, and this right here, it's your KC, my world show, baby. This right here, that was funny. What's the word, Kitty? A happy hump day, baby. To the KC morning hoes, to you, what's going on? Well, you know. (laughs) Do I know? I got grievances. You got grievances? What the hell? What's happening right now? I'm mad. What you mad I'm about? I'm big mad. Big I'm mad. Furious. Furious even. My internet. It broke. Yeah, no. The I broke the internet. Yeah, you broke it, huh? I didn't break it. No, 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 no. I woke up yesterday and things were fine. And then all of a sudden you roll out of bed and shit, it's a fan. It had actually been out for a while. Oh, had it been? Oh. I just realized it was out. Are you going to take care of this today or do I need to call somebody? I spent hours. Hours yesterday trying to take care of it, and then I spent an hour and a half on the phone with two different people. All of your questions answered, I'm sure. No, not mm-hmm. a one. No, and by the way, I am not useless in this equation. Kitty just prefers that she take care of the internet stuff. I have things that I take care of in this apartment as well, just for the record. Just want to put that out there. Things don't break and come calling to hearts all. <laughs> Kids say, I got something that I want us to do real quick. Before we get on to the rest of the show, we got Michael Kelly on the show. He is running for city council, 5th district at large, currently the policy director over at Bikewalk KC. We've also got Carrington Harrison on the show, 610 Sports radio in fact we're gonna kick it off with carrington and i got some grievances for him so you know what maybe this is just the grievance episode because we got to take care of some things you know he was supposed to be in our wrestling show last week spoiler didn't show he was not there Mm -hmm. but i got a thing real quick all right go ahead and turn this down real quick it's wild kitty i was just stumbling and fumbling and bumbling around i found this thing that was just looking at me square in the face do you um do you want to know what it was I got a bad feeling about this. Okay, hon. Okay. A list! You know what? You know what? You just made the list. The list of Hartzell. You just made the list! That was pretty good, though. That was very good. I appreciate that. Did you see my uh, my memory today? I know where today? I was coming from. I did. Yeah, you got your tattoos. Yeah, this yeah. is my, my two-year anniversary of getting me. I love you. I know. Sad, because no one loved you at that time, right? Okay. Wow. Wow. Wow, the first cuts the deepest, huh? You have someone now. This is true. This is true. I was just making a point that not like at that point you didn't. And this, the list of Hartzell, it's my list. BuzzFeed Kitty, they they posed the question recently. Are these songs going to be classics in a hundred years? All right, we already know they're bangers, but are they all time bangers? That is the question. And we have the answers, Kitty. But I want to get your opinion first. Are they classics in a hundred years? Okay. I think this could be a very good list. I feel like this may be an all-timer list, if I'm being honest with you. I mean, I know some all-time bangers that I would like. I don't know. It's 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 hard to say. Music, 
will be <laughs> will it be pop a hundred years? Are you kidding me? I won't even. I mean, I. Uh, what was that sentence? How much did you just smoke? My just God. thinking about a hundred years from now really, really puts shit into perspective. I'm thinking about my great grandkids and how they probably didn't call me before I died, and yeah. now they're listening to some crap, and they're like, "Oh my God, this Post Malone song! This is like one of Grandma's like most favorite classical records." <laughs> Beer bongs and Bentleys. <laughs> Classic. Classic. All right, Kitty. The year was 2002 right across I-70. Nelly put out hot in here. Cause I feel like busting loose and I feel like touching you. Uh, uh, and can't nobody stop the juice. So baby, tell me what's the use? I said, it's getting hot in here. So, hot. so take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot. Uh, I uh, wanna uh, take uh, my clothes uh, off. Oh, Classic. Classic. I'm pretty sure Hot in Here was on one of my birthday party mixes. It was like on everybody's of, birthday party. It was mix. like a CD ad, you know, Alex's birthday jams. The consensus is, with just a little bit over half of the vote, see, yes. It's going to stay hot in here for the next 100 years. BuzzFeed says that's going to be an all-timer. How about this one, Kitty? Let's go ahead and get this one out of the way. The year was 2014. Obama's second term. Taylor Swift came out with Shake It Off. Yes or no, Kitty? What do you think? You what know, do you think these folks? I'm not one to diss Taylor Swift. I've never been a Swifty, but I definitely had that time in my life where I loved Taylor Swift. I get it. And I don't know what happened. <laughs> You know, to me, to mm-hmm. us, to me and Taylor. Are you never, ever getting back together? I wouldn't say never, but I just don't know that that song in particular is going to be one that my great-grandkids will listen to. The consensus was, according to BuzzFeed, <coughs> no, yes, yes, <coughs> that will be listened to to the what end of bu- time. What does BuzzFeed know? They know what's going to be a classic in 100 years. That's apparently what they know. How about this, Kitty? How about this? The year was 1999. Santana. Classic. And Rob Thomas. Yeah, duh. I can hear it already. They Dang. said smooth. This life ain't good enough. I build my world to lift you up. I could change my life to better suit your That, again, that's one that they will literally be like, that's their Frank Sinatra. You would think. That's what I thought. BuzzFeed says no. BuzzFeed says no. BuzzFeed, again, what do they know? Give me your heart, make it real, or else forget about it. Got some guy from the future to come back here and do this article, and he's like, not even cool. How about this, Kitty? The year 19. 19- 99. Cisco said, let me see that thong. Thong song. All night long. Let me see that thong. Yes. No. What do you think, Kitty? Probably not. They said no. Yeah. It's Unleash the Dragon album. Come on, man. That was excellent. Unleash the Dragon. They said no. How about this one? The year was once again 1999. Damn. Good year. Good year. Smash Mouth said not all that glitters is gold in All-Star. So much to do, so much to see, so what's wrong with taking the back streets? 
You'll never know if you don't go You'll never shine if you don't glow Hey now, you're an all-star Get your game on, go play Hey now, you're a rock star Get the show on, get paid Yes, no, what do you think the folks said, Kitty? Yeah, I think that's a banger for they all absolutely, time. Yeah. Absolutely said all yes. time. They sure did. They said yes for Smash Mouth. All-star for all time. We're going to wrap it up with this one. Kitty, do you think that they thought that Chumbawamba's stub thumping was an all-timer? Do they get knocked down? Do they get up again? I get no What do you think, Kitty? Banger. A banger for sure, but no, which I refuse to believe. I'm going to go ahead and call a shenanigans on this one. I love this, and I refuse to believe that this is not going to be played in some kind of stadium 100 years from now. I refuse to believe that. That's your list, Art, so that's my list. Kitty, where can these folks find you on the internet? At Holy Hearts, except you can't because we have no internet. It's true. I'm not even there. You can get me at Hartzell965. You can get the show, The Casey Morning Show, at Casey Morning Show on Twitter, The Casey Morning Show on Instagram, Straight Flexing. Up next, Carrington Harrison and Michael Kelly. Kitty, is it a good day to be a Kansas Cityan? Not if you don't have Google Fiber working. You are very bitter about this. You can't let it go. No. Nope. We'll get there. I'll change my mind later. My name's Hartzell. That's Kitty. We'll see you in the morning. Bye. Bye. Finally, The Rock has come back to Kansas City. They love The Rock and Casey. The Casey Morning Show. Carrington Harrison, he is the host of The Drive 610 Sports Radio. We might talk sports, we might not. I mostly wanted to have you on this show because we had a wrestling event last Friday, which was going to feature Carrington Harrison, guest commentator, for any match of his choosing. And we may have had one of the best shows of all time. We have folks waiting there. We have folks who want to get a picture with you. People who, you know, dare I say, even enjoy your takes, Carrington. And you weren't there to do any of those things. And so I need an explanation as to why you weren't there. Well, first off, I don't believe that any of these things happen. But number two, Hartzell, did you see the weather outside? Did <laughs> you see the road? You told me on this show that you were going to be there. You would be I there. I did tell you I was going to be there, and I do feel bad. But I have a theory. Mm-hmm. I think the mayor of Kansas City is working from home. You don't know <laughs> how I know he's working from home. Tell because me. if he was going into the office every day, the roads downtown would have been plowed. They would not have had Mayor Quint Lucas ice skating to try to get to work the way that I was. So you know what? Once the ice and the snow hit, you know what I told myself? I'm in the house. That's what I told myself. I'm not fooling with none of this stuff. I do apologize for not being there, but you got to give me some credit. I have been the one, so it's not like I've never shown up to any of these things. I'm guessing you'll do these a couple more times this year, and it'll be a nice day outside, and I'll be there. I'm going to give you a pass because you're right. You did show up to one, and I got to give you credit for that. And you know what? Our next show, we're going to be actually in our own building. We're opening up a spot. So you- You're opening up your own wrestling venue? We are, brother. That's us. Oh, my you... goodness. You out here got event spaces? Man, what we is gonna going have... on here? We're going to throw concerts in that spot. We're 
going to be doing wrestling training in that spot? You going to be there? I had no clue. This is my first time hearing this. It's actually left me kind of speechless. I'm <laughs> proud of you. You're out here really turning into Hartzell McMahon out here. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I didn't know this was how you were getting down. I didn't know you were out here renting venues and renting spaces. And oh, no, 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 no. Carrington, do you think Hartzell McMahon rents space? That is our building, sir. Oh, you own it. Oh my goodness! I don't know. You hanging out with different white people because you got a little money behind you right now. You got a little, you got a little different white audience. I ain't got that kind of financial backing because I know you didn't put up the bread for this building. You just the face. You just the front man for all of this. You got some white man in the back. You know what this white man you probably deal with? He probably invests a lot in Bitcoin. He probably got a little bit of Dogecoin. He got a little crypto. So he got a little extra money. He got a little extra money to spend. He putting it on you. Why are you trying to expose me right now, huh? Why are you exposing me on my own show right now? I'm not exposing you. I'm just putting two and two together. If you bought the space, there's some white man behind the scenes. I know that. I just, I just know that's what's going on here. You know, you get people in there. You got a nice personality. You like, come on out. And the white man just sitting in the back, he probably taking 60, maybe 65% off the top. And then he's giving you the rest. That's what's happening. He's giving you the rest. Carrington Harrison, what's going on with the Chiefs? We cut somebody, right? Uh, they did let go of Anthony Hitchens yesterday. It was to be expected. The Chiefs saved. $8.3 million in the deal. So, you know, you draft Nick Bolton, you draft Willie Gay Jr. You know, this day was always going to come. The goal in the NFL is to get younger and cheaper at the position. I also think they've improved at the position. So this was sort of a no-brainer move for the Chiefs. I mean, they still have a decision on Tyra Matthew that needs to be made. He's going to hit free agency here in a couple of weeks. And if he's going to come back or not, and I mean, there's the big albatross, which is Frank Clark's contract. But they need to make a decision on that. So I'm I'm very happy to come on and talk free agency with you and who I think. But there's some moves still related to the Chiefs, some in-house moves that need to be taken care of first before we start dipping our toe in the free agent waters. There he is. I don't always sports radio, but when I do, I 610 sports radio, specifically The Drive, hosted by that man right there, Carrington Harrison. Will you be there to help us kick off our new venue? Yeah, absolutely. When is it? We got to get the bathrooms real nice, but April is currently the launch date. You're hosting and owning a wrestling place. I don't know if the bathrooms need to be nice. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm assuming this is the same crowd that goes to Buzzard Beach. Like, they kind of <laughs> used to some substandard bathrooms. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you need to get the bathrooms looking real nice. That would be a bonus. That would be a plus. <laughs> you just need the bathrooms to be functional. <laughs> you, you, you just need the motherfuckers to work. And you better be there, all right? I'm going to send you the date. I will be there. I will be there. Hartzell, I want to tell you and all your listeners, happy Black History Month. <laughs> See you, man. No
A creed. A creed at the core of every American whose story is not yet written. Yes, we can. The KC Morning Show. On your KC Morning Show for the first time, he is running for city council of this here Kansas City 5th District at large. He is currently the policy director over at Bike Walk KC. Michael Kelly, my friend, I am a fan of your work. I live in Westside, so I see your work firsthand, my friend. Thank you so much for having me, Hartzell. Happy to be on with you. So you are running for office, which means you're a crazy person. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Well, I'm I'm crazy in in part because of because uh, of the love for my two daughters. So the reason why I'm running is is because I have two small girls, and I was raised with this idea that you're not supposed to leave this world um, without doing more to help those who are less fortunate. And when I look at all of the challenges we face, whether it be with the pandemic or social injustice or climate change, I've increasingly found myself saying that I I can't sit on the sidelines. So I'm throwing my hat in the ring to try to make Kansas City a better place for for my girls and and everyone else who calls Kansas City home. In the last 20, 24 months, you talk about your girls. Was this something that you thought, you know, I think this could be something I'm good at? Or was it just something that, no, the moment calls for you to run right now? It kind of started a a little after the the presidential elections, especially with with everything that had happened in, in 2020 and just how everything turned out with the election. It, it, it felt like there was a lot that was left unresolved. And if there's more that you know people can do to try to bring better conclusions for, for some of those things, then that's, that's what we have to do. So I, I saw that as, as an opportunity and I, I dwelled on it. I talked about it with my wife and, and ultimately I decided, yeah, this is something that I want to try to give a shot. I was checking out your website, of course, kellyforkc.com, by the way. So you mentioned your work over at Bike KC. You're the policy director. And one of the things that stood out to me that I was so, yes, 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 I love what I'm seeing, was your commitment to intersection of equality, health, safety, environment, and more. I wish that we would talk more like that. It's a holistic approach, not just one thing or one policy. They are all so intertwined and interconnected. Yes, absolutely. I do work as the policy director for, for Bike Walk KC. Uh, we're the area nonprofit that works to make uh, walking and biking better in Kansas City. And and yes, um, we we see active transportation as a as one part of how we can solve a lot of the, the challenges we face as a community, whether it be with health or with safety or with the environment. What did you call it? I love that phrase. You said active what? Active transportation. Active transportation. I love that. With zero fare transit that Mayor Q introduced in the streetcar and what you all are doing at Bike Walk KC, have you seen this become more of a priority here in Kansas City and really just in the heartland in general? Yeah. So I think that there's been a lot of momentum and push thanks to other advocates and, and the people that we've been able to partner with. You know, something I, I constantly tell folks is advocacy is a team sport and when we show up, we win. And so it's it's been really great to kind of see a number of initiatives happen here in Kansas City in recent years, including the adoption of the Complete Streets Ordinance in uh, 2017, the adoption of the Vision Zero resolution in 2020, the repeal of jaywalking in 2021, 
And you couple that with the major bipartisan infrastructure legislation, which was adopted recently, and you really are beginning to see that walking, biking, accessibility, and transit are all becoming a greater component of how we consider transportation in general. Well, I can hear your passion and you're an advocate for this. So this will be a voice that would be very, very much needed on the city council. I think I know what some of your priorities are, but why don't you let us know? Sure. So my my platform really consists of four key planks. Number one is public health, helping us to recover from the pandemic, but also addressing longstanding issues such as mental illness and gun violence. Number two is infrastructure. So continuing to improve our services with roads and sidewalks, but also asking the question, who are we building this for? Number three is with neighborhoods, working to address challenges related to quality of life, but also working to improve aspects related to affordable housing and serving the unhoused population. And then finally, with sustainability, climate change is real, it's man-made, and it is accelerating. And so we have to do as much as we can to not only lower our emissions, particularly with transportation, but also work to make Kansas City more resilient for the extreme weather events that we know are coming. You know, cars off the road. Is that something that Kansas City is ready to be receptive to? More active transportation, like you're saying. Do you think we're ready for that? I don't know if it's if it's as simple as just saying getting getting cars off the street. I think that a lot of it boils down to the idea of, of choice. For too many people in Kansas City, the ability to make the choice of whether they want to walk to the grocery store or bike to work or take public transit to the park or to church is something that simply isn't available. And so I, I think that the, the bigger focus shouldn't necessarily be on pitting one type of transportation against another, but on trying to create a more level playing field so that people can make the choices that are greener, that are safer, that are healthier. Because like I said, for, for far too many people, that, that simply isn't an option right now. What I think of like the East Side, which has so been forgotten over the generations, you know, how do we get green, clean technology in the east side. I think there's there's a number of ways that we can do it. So kind of going back to the infrastructure bill that was adopted, one of the the opportunities that I think that legislation presents is what's known as the the reconnecting communities pilot program, which specifically allocates funding for a program to allow communities to begin to re-envision and take steps towards mitigating the harms that that highways have created over over decades and and when you especially think about places like the east side we have highway 71 which includes several of of the most dangerous intersections in kansas city and so if there's ways that we can begin to use federal funding aligned with policies that we have passed locally like vision zero to make improvements along those key corridors that are helpful not just for drivers but for pedestrians and people with disabilities and and cyclists and transit users that's how we can begin to kind of make those changes and make parts of the east side healthier and safer for the people who live there now as we are getting this newer greener better technology i'm just afraid that it's happening along those 
those gentrification lines as it's such a good thing it's almost pricing out the folks that need it kansas city is becoming really a hub of innovation in the heartland how do we do that and not create those lines that have so gotten us in trouble in the past well, I think part of it is is changing the approach that we've had. So in the past, it was very much the decision was made, and then we'll we'll tell the community after it's been made. And so I think part of it is changing the approach to having a much more proactive involvement and engagement with the people who are most impacted, so that their their needs and their concerns are kind of placed at the forefront of what we're considering in terms of of possible changes. But the other part of it, I think, is trying to understand, better understand the relationship between housing and transportation and how we can make those two work more together instead of always pitting them against each other. You know, I think something that's, that's been a challenge um, sometimes is that we, we often are presented with, we have to have housing or transportation. We can't have good, affordable options in both. And that's not true. We have to make the choice to try to link those two together, but that is something that that I'm hoping to do if I'm fortunate enough to get elected. So tell me about your district. Tell me about 5th District at large, and I guess what do you think the concerns are? You know, as you're now on this campaign trail, welcome to this new life, my friend. What are you, <laughs> what are you discovering? What are you realizing? Maybe even your mind's been changed or you're rethinking some things. Sure. So for, for folks who, who don't know, when it comes to the city council, you're, you're voting for, for several people, not just your council members. So when you go to the booth, you're voting for your in-district council member. So the person who lives in your district and is voted on by people in your district. And then you're voting for six at-large council members because there are six council districts. So I have to live in the fifth district, but everyone in the city is going to be able to vote for me. And in terms of the 5th District, the 5th District is basically the southeastern portion of Kansas City. So it, it's the part that wraps around Raytown, and now, thanks to redistricting, a little portion of it now goes uh, south and east towards communities like Grandview and Lee Summit. The, in, in terms of, of some of the, the issues that I, I hear about very frequently, there's issues around vacant housing and, and vacant lots. And... The, the challenges that that sometimes creates in terms of being able to serve the needs of, of our unhoused population. There's also questions around how we can more effectively address litter and, and illegal dumping. But another issue that I hear about a lot, uh, especially with, with neighborhoods, is unsafe traffic. There are a lot of drivers who will be speeding through residential streets, Streets are kind of built in a way that encourages that, and neighborhood leaders are concerned because these are places where children are, are walking to school or walking to the park or, or older residents are just walking to get some exercise, and, and they deserve to be able to move through their neighborhood feeling safe. And so those are, those are some of the big issues that I've been hearing a lot about. You mentioned your girls earlier. You know, they even participated in the trials for the COVID vaccine for, for kids. You know, you and your family, you are making a concentrated effort to make this city better. But that doesn't come overnight. You know, what, what keeps you going every day as you're now knocking on doors and you got a bunch of jobs now? You're wearing even more than you were before. I mean, the thing that keeps me going is is just knowing that, that there there are good people in Kansas City. Like, I, 
I don't just want to represent Kansas City because of, of the challenges we face, but because I know there are people here who, who have the ideas, who have the knowledge and can help us find the solution. So, so as I, as I say with advocacy, I, I also would very much believe with city council, it wouldn't just be me who's, who's being a council member. It's me working with the other people on council, with the people in, in my district and with the people across the city to figure it out. And so that's the thing that keeps me going is, is having those, those conversations with people who, who have similar concerns, but, but also very much believe in, in the potential that the city has to be a leader on, on the issues of public health and on the issues of infrastructure if only we are willing to work more together. Michael Kelly, he is running for city council, 5th District at large, currently the policy director over at Bike Walk KC. My friend, where can people go to, to find you to check out the platforms? Maybe they want to donate some time or treasure. Where can they go? They can go to Kelly4KC, so K-E-L-L-E-Y-F-O-R-K-C.com. I appreciate your work, my friend. Anybody that wants to make Kansas City better is good in my book, and you got an open invite on this show as many times as you want to come on and chat. Hartful, I really appreciate the invitation. Thank you so much for having me on. People, people, gotta get over before we go under.
Hey, 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 I got to say it again. We got to get together, buy some land, raise our food, just like the man. We got to get over before we go under. Time ain't a jot. Lord, country, do you know just what I meant? We just changed. We got a brand new funky. Yeah.